This is WKOK Sunrise on your station for the best news, talk, and sports. News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Rob Center, guess what? He gets a day off. Lucky him. Okay, so Rob Center gets to enjoy the day off, so I get producer credits today. Matt Catrillo is always our news director, so we always appreciate his help and hard work. On the news line with us now, Beth Stark, the Lifestyle Initiative Manager and Registered Dietitian at Wise Markets, and Catherine Long, a Healthy Living Coordinator and Registered Dietitian at Wise Markets. They're part of the team of Registered Dietitians at Wise Markets. These uh, women go out into the stores and work on the Healthy Bites podcast and the Healthy Bites magazine and uh, really just make sure that the whole Wise Markets uh, chain is bringing food to the house in so many different ways, not just delivering groceries. So uh, we appreciate their help and the hard work that they put into that. So uh, good morning, Beth. Uh, Thanks for checking in today. Yeah, good morning. What an intro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and plus you take care of your little princess that's running around the house occasionally too. So uh, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) You got it all going on. And Catherine Long is here. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning. Good morning. I love to follow you on Facebook, all the different posts about fall things and (laughs) Now you you live an exciting life too, so I gotta gotta give you credit there. So you're embracing. I'm glad you think so. Well, you embrace fall. I'm. <laughs> I I just kind of keep thinking. Oh my gosh, this means snow shovels soon. So okay, well let's uh, talk about important topic. Uh, you both had said that we really wanted to focus on uh, something that's kind of extracted from the Mediterranean diet, and that's a, a even greater emphasis on seafood. So tell us about that, please. Sure, yeah. October is National Seafood Month, and this is really important to kind of bring awareness to because really the vast majority of people are not eating enough seafood, and the recommendation is about two servings a week. And there's so many reasons to try to incorporate more seafood in your diet. So the first is you could live longer. So um, from Harvard, they did an analysis of 20 studies that involved hundreds of thousands of participants And the people that ate one to two servings of seafood per week reduced their risk of dying from heart disease by 36%. So that is a huge number to me. Um, And, you know, all from eating seafood. And it's because of all of the great nutrition that is in seafood, particularly and most notably the omega-3s that we find in in that seafood. And omega-3s are an essential fat. So that means that our body does not make them, so we need to get them from food. And they are important for our brain health, for our eye health, and for our heart health. Um, And so the fatty fish are really associated with heart health and is one of the best sources of omega-3. So we're talking, um, especially salmon, of course, is kind of one of the most popular. Um, But other fish, too, you know, cod, halibut, tuna, um, mackerel, trout, herring, Um, Any type of seafood that you can get into your diet every week is going to be beneficial. And there's lots of seafood available at the store, so you shouldn't have any dilemma choosing all the different kind of fish that you just named, correct? 
Oh, that's right. And, you know, and I think one thing um, that's just so important to bring attention to is that it doesn't just have to be fresh seafood. So, um, you know, if you're concerned over, you know, cost or just uh, quick uh, ability to use and, you know, or you are looking for a more shelf-stable option, I mean, really there are all options available. So, of course, you could visit the fresh seafood counter, um, but frozen varieties are slightly less expensive than the fresh. And, again, then you can use it. Um, you have a lot more time to use it, which is awesome. Um, and, you know, don't overlook canned and pouch varieties. So they, those, again, are very uh, affordable and, you know, you can really keep them on hand for last-minute lunches, which is actually what I do. That's basically when I get my seafood in is quick lunches with a, you know, a, a tuna pouch or something. Um, but, you know, stick, stock up the, the pantry with those for some, you know, really quick meal solutions as well. So I think it, it covers all bases. And you know, sometimes people think, oh, canned tuna or salmon, you know, isn't an ideal option, but it certainly is. It's so good. I basically get all of my seafood, too, with either the tuna pouches because they come in so many flavors now. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have some really bold flavors that are nice and spicy, which I love. (laughs) Um, And I always keep frozen salmon fillets in my freezer. They come individually packaged. Mm -hmm. um, And those are really the two ways that I get seafood into my diet. And the frozen ones thaw in no time. You could even put them in the oven still frozen and they Mm -hmm. cook in like 15 to 20 minutes which is really it cooks faster than i feel like most other meat Mm -hmm. definitely i I don't hear you mentioning my mcfish sandwich that i eat once a month (laughs) is is that okay well once a month that's okay yeah, yeah. Well, we know, you know, some of the barriers to just, you know, seafood consumption really, you know, one is the cost. We kind of address that with frozen and canned pouch varieties. You know, the other is just really, I think, fear of not preparing it correctly. So to Catherine's point, you know, just popping it into the oven, you know, from frozen or you could use fresh, you know, it's very foolproof, you know, seasoning with something just like a little bit of lemon pepper seasoning, just, you know, fresh lemon juice. Um, you know, you can use very few seasonings, to be honest, on something like salmon and tuna because they're so heavily um, you know it's a very strong flavor to begin with or if you're just trying to segue your family into eating more seafood which is kind of the other barrier you may have a picky eater at home or someone that just doesn't like the texture something like cod or um, you know halibut or tilapia like a white fish that has a very mild flavor in itself and a really firm texture could be an easy kind of gateway type of seafood and you could crust it you know adding some parmesan cheese and breadcrumbs is a good way to add a crust so that again that texture issue is isn't there, um, and it adds a very familiar flavor to the fish, um, which can help to kind of, again, overcome those those issues. Well, my lovely bride who's listening says, Mark, you know it's not called McFish, it's Filet-O-Fish. Get it right. <laughs> That's right, April. <laughs> <laughs> so we got that out of the way. So we have that. Okay, well, and I appreciate what you're saying about the if you're not going to make seafood a major part of your diet, that there's there are a couple go-to fish that you should go ahead and uh, partake in you know, once a week or so, or however often it is, and that is the salmon or the tilapia. And, and you can buy prepared fish. Is is that okay? Yeah, actually, um, you know, in our seafood counter right now here, and this, I'm speaking specifically to Sam's Grove, I assume our Sunbury store would carry this as well as Lewisburg, but, you know, there are packages of the fresh seafood, um, the fa- fresh fish filet, as well as then a flavor, um, like seasoning or a flavored butter and vegetables. So all you do is throw that in the oven. So really, really foolproof option. And they're great if you're cooking for like one or two individuals. Um, you know, but again, I think it's just adding at least two servings a week. If you're not even at one serving a week, 
speaking of, see what you can do just easily. Again, grab a tuna pouch or a can of tuna or, you know, or a salmon, keep it in your pantry and try to include that into, you know, one meal a week and then advance as you're, as you're able. Yeah. And if you don't, again, love seafood or you're just trying, want to try something, you know, try something like making a tuna melt sandwich or a mm-hmm. salmon cake. So you're not eating like just that fish filet by itself. Um, because when you add it in with those other things, it changes the texture. It changes the flavor into something really delicious. Um, and But you're still getting that really good seafood in. All right. And I know often a lot of people choose uh, fish when they go to restaurants. You know, and maybe that's where they say, okay, well, this is where I'm going to get my fish. So that's always a good option for folks. But do try to do that. I mentioned Mediterranean diet ahead of time. The whole Mediterranean diet, as you talked about so eloquently in the Healthy Bites podcast this week, really relates to the whole lifestyle. But some fish selections are a major part of that. So. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure that we add that to the diet. Uh, anything else about uh, this seafood conversation? Yeah, I mean, you covered it. Yeah, we were going to mention the podcast. <laughs> you took the words right out of our mouth, Mark. <laughs> well, mention these wonderful, I mean, you have these fabulous authors on there. Sounds like a great cookbook as soon as it comes out. So tell us about that. Yeah, so we kind of partnered up with two, um, you know, fellow dietitians and cookbook authors. This is their second cookbook. It's called the Easy Everyday Mediterranean Diet Cookbook. So we do interview them on the podcast episode and go into some of their helpful strategies that are, you know, featured within the cookbook, as well as some really phenomenal recipes. And they're, you know, both moms and wives, so they both get the need to feed a family and, you know, overcoming maybe picky eating challenges within a family. So they have all of those different topics covered in the cookbook, and it's just a really beautiful resource. Tons of really approachable, um, helpful tips, which Catherine and I love because this is really how we, you know, eat nutritiously in our own lives. So their philosophy just aligns so nicely with ours. Um, but, yeah, we can definitely recommend to go to Apple uh, Podcast, um, you know, to pick up that episode. It's also posted within our, um, you know, Wise Markets Facebook group, the Healthy Bites Nourish Your Life Facebook group. And we have a giveaway. So all you have to do is visit the Facebook group. You do a couple of things, and then you'd be eligible to win, um, you know, potentially one of these beautiful cookbooks. Oh, okay. So. And a wise gift card. And a wise gift card. How could yeah. I avoid that? <laughs> Definitely get to the Wise Healthy Bites Facebook group and um, find that post. Okay. Yep. Well, $50 goes a long way in the store these days, so we really appreciate that opportunity to uh, to win that gift card. Really briefly here before we wrap up this segment, what is in season now? You've been bringing us this segment of our discussion each month. Yeah, so two of my favorite fruits are in season now. So we're talking about apples and pears. Um, And really fun fact, any recipe that calls for apples, you could actually replace with pears. Um, It's just, they're just so versatile. Both are really good sources of fiber and vitamin C, which is really important right now to keep your immune system strong. Um, Apples are actually known as nature's toothbrush. They're really good for your teeth. Um, and they lower your risk for tooth decay. So that was really interesting. Um, they both have a pretty long storage life. You can keep apples in the fridge for about one to two months. Um, pears you want to keep on the counter until they ripen, and then you want to put in the fridge. Uh, and we have so many delicious recipes. I'm actually going to post some of these recipes in the Healthy Bites Facebook group today. We have an apple pie yogurt parfait, pork tenderloin with roasted vegetables and apples, um, and then we have pear crisp. There's pear sauce, so it's like making homemade applesauce, but with pears, it is so delicious. 
All right. Fabulous. Well, thank you for the uh, the tip. Now, we'll go to wisemarkets.com on your Facebook page and your Facebook, what is it, Nourish Your Life? That- Wise Healthy Bites, Nourish Your Life. There you go. Okay. Thank you. i got to write that down. I remember that. I still haven't liked it on Facebook, so I still have time. So uh, we'll get to that. Uh, thank you so much. Stand by. I'm going to place you both on hold, so hold on, and uh, then... Uh, We'll be back at 7.40. Uh, We are talking to Beth Stark, Lifestyle Initiative Manager at Wise Markets, and Catherine Long, a Healthy Living Coordinator. We'll conclude our conversation at 7.40 this morning. From news across the world to events in your community, hear about it all on WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. Rob Sander took the day off, so I get to do the producing today. Matt Catrillo is our news director. Kevin Herr is, uh, I don't know, the suit operations manager, general manager, vice president of sales. I don't know. He's got like six business cards going on over there. So uh, we appreciate him gluing all the pieces together. On the news line with us now, we're so glad to say that Beth Stark is back, Lifestyle Initiative Manager at Wise Markets and a registered dietitian, and Catherine Long, Healthy Living Coordinator and a registered dietitian at Wise Markets. They're here every month to tell us about what's missing from our diets and what is uh, what we should add or what we could mm-hmm. add to even be healthier. So uh, good morning. Uh, thank you both so much for calling in today. Of course. Good morning. Good morning do appreciate that. I listened to the Healthy Bites podcast talking about leftovers. That left me with quite a few questions, so I'll let you introduce and talk about the leftovers first, and then I'll ask my <laughs> my simple questions. So go ahead, please. Well, I mean, goodness, I feel like when Catherine and I recorded that podcast episode, we didn't know where to stop ourselves because we were just so excited to bring that topic to people. Um, And just because, you know, it's obvious to us how to easily prepare foods for leftovers and what to do with them. But, you know, it may not be obvious for everyone. So we're excited to bring that topic. Um, You know, so, yeah, that whole episode is all about how to cook once and eat twice. So we talk about a couple of our most um, recent Healthy Bites recipes that are great for that. In our current edition of the September-October magazine, we have uh, two different recipes there um, that really do translate so nicely from, you know, kind of one day's meal into leftovers um, and how to do that really easily. Um, You know, and just a couple of things just to recall about this. Um, you know, first, above all, it does require planning. And I think you probably agree, Mark, we've said that before, right? It's all about having a meal plan. <laughs> <laughs> Which we have none. But anyway, go ahead. Yes. Um, you know, so planning things ahead of time that use overlapping ingredients and then make your grocery list from there. So we always do also recommend doing a little bit of inventory within your house to see what you have available so you don't purchase extra if you don't need it. So see what's in the pantry, the fridge, the freezer, and just avoid duplication if you can. And then after cooking your meal, but before eating it, separate out what will be used for the second meal. So maybe portion out enough for your lunch the next day or dinner the next night or whatever. Um, just so you have it all set aside and then you eat what's left and then that's your meal for that evening. Um, and it just ensures you have leftovers that way versus going back and getting second or third helpings and so forth. Um, you know, and above all, we talked about in our first uh, segment here, we talked about the benefit of having like seafood, you know, canned or pouched seafood available in your pantry, you know, but always keeping different types of foods like that that are quick, easy to use at a last minute, um, notice in your fridge, your uh, freezer and pantry 
just so you do have easy access for those ingredients for last-minute meals. So some of our favorites are beans, you know, um, pasta, rice, canned tomatoes in the freezer, like Catherine said, you know, salmon uh, fillets go great and they store well in the freezer, even chicken in the fridge, you know, utilizing fresh uh, chopped ready-to-go salad mixes, frozen vegetables. Um, so just keeping those hand, uh, those items available can really turn into a quick and easy meal. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Catherine, anything to add? Yeah, I would just add that leftovers are actually a big contributor to food waste mm-hmm. um, because, in general, we don't tend to use food in its entirety the way previous generations used to. Um, we do tend to underutilize those leftovers and tossed food scraps that could still be consumed. Um, and for some people, there might even be a stigma surrounding leftovers or a cultural aversion to it. Um, and about one-third of all household food waste is a result of, you know, either cooking too much or serving too much food. Because we know that portions have increased over time and, you know, large meals often include more food than we can finish. And on one hand, you know, if you're having people over, you obviously want to make enough food for everybody. You don't want to run out. But people tend to forget about the leftovers and then we end up throwing them away. So just to kind of bring that to the front of mind, if you have leftovers in the fridge, I mean, basically it's like a buy one, get one free. Like you cooked once, you get a meal that you don't have to cook again. Um, So keep them kind of front and center in the fridge so that you don't forget about them um, and that you use them up before they do, you know, it is time to toss them. All right. Interesting question. What is better leftover sometimes like casseroles kind of even further mixed together and so on and they're even better i think of a tuna noodle casserole that my lovely bride makes and it is just fabulous as the week progresses Uh, but uh, what else is better leftover yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, you know, and I think to your point, certainly casseroles are really great for leftovers. So you know, maybe it's like lasagna or stuffed shells, you know, enchiladas, just to name a few, macaroni and cheese, soups and stews. You know, usually if they're not cream-based, um, sometimes the cream, um, you know, or the milk in a soup or a stew can get a little bit, um, it just changes over time. So I would think like, you know, chili or, you know, chicken noodle soup, kind of classic soups and, and stews are really great in a couple of days. And all those are really great to freeze as well. Um, you know, so there, there are those foods you could cook a double batch of potentially. Like Catherine said, I love that. It's like the BOGO deal. Do the work, make the mess, clean it all up, and then, you know, you result in two or more, you know, meals for your family. Um, you know, so those I think would be a couple of good ones just to consider. What is your favorite leftover, Catherine? Mm, I was going to say chili. That did get to it at the end there. But I'm actually going to make some chili in the crock pot today. I'm very excited. Nice. Oh, nice. Fabulous. And I'm sure there'll be <laughs> small samples up here. So thank you in advance. I really do appreciate you running, running that up here. Well, let's talk about the podcast just a little bit by themselves. First of all, we want to thank Rob Sander. Still the great producer through the pandemic. As, as not only have you done great uh, remarks on your own, but you've had some guests too, including the last podcast. So Tell us what we are missing if we haven't heard uh, the newest podcasts. Yeah, so our newest one is called Under the Sea, and we talk all about seafood and the Mediterranean diet. And we have two guests with us. They're also dietitians and cookbook authors. They have two cookbooks um, regarding the Mediterranean diet. And so we talk with all of them and kind of break down the barriers to eating seafood. They do a really good job at giving suggestions for if you don't love seafood or if the kiddos don't like seafood. 
um, and just kind of trying to break down the barriers that people have to getting more. Um, and then the episode before that is the Cook Once, Eat Twice, so we dive even more into um, leftovers and give some really specific examples of how to make that work. Um, the one before that was our special one-year anniversary episode of the podcast, so Transforming Thoughts About Hunger and Food Insecurity. And what I love about that is that we partnered with um, a good friend of ours. She's also a dietitian to just help kind of break down the stigma around food insecurity and hunger and, you know, knowing that especially with COVID, it's been a tough time and, you know, we're all, you know, we might be just one paycheck away from needing to go to the local food pantry. Um, and we kind of put, so we pledged that we would donate a dollar to Clancy's food pantry for every listener that we got um, of that episode. And we're actually able to give her a $200 Wise Markets gift card to use at her food pantry. So we're really excited about that and just thankful for everybody that listened to that episode. And we, so we were able to make that donation. Um, and so before that was we talked about food waste. So we really are kind of diving into some really important topics. Um, that we find to be really meaningful. So definitely take a listen if you haven't listened to an episode before. Well, I just think it's interesting and entertaining, and uh, I don't cook and uh, don't do the shopping, but you, you just have a fabulous banter and a lot of good information and a lot of good, really good lifestyle advice where you're talking about the idea uh, of the food banks, and you say if you have an abundance and you can contribute to a food bank, good for you, please do. If you are in need or if you are food insecure, uh, contact a food bank or local food distribution opportunities to take care of that. So that's just sound advice, uh, particularly during the pandemic. Uh, list the various ways you can get the Healthy Bites podcast. I listen on Pocket Casts, and I get a little notice uh, earlier this week that the new one was up. Uh, how how do you distribute it, and what are some other venues? Yeah, I know we post oh, go it. Go ahead, Beth. <laughs> we just love to talk Over about what we're it. <laughs> You know, so it's available on um, Apple Podcasts or Google Play. You can always, again, visit um, the Wise, um, Wise like, healthybites.wisemarkets.com. It's, like, further down on that page, the newest episode. Uh, of course, you can uh, utilize our Wise Markets Healthy Bites Nourish Your Life Facebook page and the Wise Markets Facebook page, for that matter. We do post the newest episodes there. And once you're there, then you can see the history of all the episodes. So this one... This one, Catherine, was our number 29, right? So we've done yeah. lots of different topics. And I really do think the, the one focused on the food insecurity, I mean, that was just so powerful for both of us to record. And if you just need a minute to, like, you know, look at, have a different perspective, I guess, listen to the episode today, and we'd love your feedback because it really moved both of us. And it was just, it was great. So I can't speak enough about that specific episode. <laughs> All right, well, you sound like the uh, vice, the, the president and the vice president debating the other night when you spoke at the same time. I like that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a nice touch. Very presidential. Okay. Uh, finally, uh, where can I get some of your virtual events? I know you have classes. It's all being conducted online. So a quick scan of those. Yeah, we do post each of those events on the Wise Markets Facebook page. So you can go there and see them. Or if you don't have Facebook, you can email us. So wisedietitians at wisemarkets.com. Um, shoot us an email and we'll get the schedule right over to you. But we have tons of classes for adults. Um, we have intuitive eating classes and um, cooking classes. We have tons of classes for the kiddos. Um, preschool, elementary, cooking, baking. I mean, there's so many options, and there's a lot of really delicious fall recipes right now that we're doing. 
All right. Always just go to wisemarkets.com if you need to head to some of those other social medias. Here's the voices of your mentors getting ready for the, your interview today. So let me ask you this. Andrew, Andrew, no, no, Andrew, go ahead, mister. Andrew, I'm listening Andrew, to you. People under, you got three and a half million dollars from Moscow. There you go. So that's you a, have to go there, Mark. You <laughs> have to go there. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I have learned so much from you, and I've uh, kind of learned to have my, let my hair down a little bit and have some fun with it. I, I, if, if someone says I have to, April says I have to cook for myself at dinner, I get a pit in my stomach. I think, oh, my gosh, I'm going out. So, <laughs> All right. Thank you both so much. Uh, any concluding remark, anything to add to our conversation today? Yeah, I think, again, just, you know, listening to those podcast episodes, like Catherine mentioned, we have the really great giveaway with the uh, Mediterranean-focused cookbook and the $50 Wise Markets gift card. So visit the Facebook page to uh, find out more about that. Um, or, again, you can always email the dietitians at wisedietitians at wisemarkets.com. Assuming I'm not eligible. So I'll have to leave that for our good listeners to try to, to win the gift card and the cookbook. Thank you both so much for checking in today. Always very glad to hear from you both. Thank you, Mark. Mark. Appreciate that. That is uh, Wise Markets. Elizabeth Stark, Beth Stark, Lifestyle Initiative Manager and Registered Dietitian at Wise Markets. Catherine Long, Healthy Living Coordinator at uh, Wise Markets. Wisemarkets.com for information on all that they have spoken about.